Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. the basement no longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone music politics are just chatting it up brunch in the basement see that's what's up you never know who might run through legendary artists or someone brand new you miss a lot when you miss one day at least that's what I heard somebody say but it doesn't really matter what whoever says it's always a good show with Javon and Therese yeah Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Let's see who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is. Yeah, so Hi, this is Evelyn Champagne King, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon.
again. Now we've been through this before. And I'm tired. I'm tired. Sick and tired of the same old thing over and over. Playing with my feelings, you keep messing 
Hi, this is Robinette, and you're chilling with us in the basement. Robinette and Javon, what's your question? Truth is power, that I can conquer anything, anything, feeling stronger by the hour. I'm amazed at the strength you give me. I can't remember a time when you weren't there for me Holding my hand as I battled to be free You dried my tears, helped me through my fears You were my greatest enforcer And you were my hardest supporter And when it seemed like life was getting the best of me It was your love and your faith that made me Internet Radio Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. There ain't nothing out there. Elliot exclusive. 
I know one thing, Beyonce better not answer this phone. Hundred ladies being free. I ain't got no money either. Shoot, we supposed to been at the club. Hello? Beyonce, I know you ain't letting that broke down, insecure, LL Cool J wanna be nigga, keep you in the house for another Friday. Just, just go ahead, I'ma stay here with my man. Uh, ain't nothing out there for me. My man don't like my friends. Girl, your man ain't no good. Why he trying to keep you in? He say they influence me. If I was an influence, I'd have been said leave. Boy, boy, I love you so. Girl, we late for the club. Why you still don't want to roll? Because I got my prize right here. You see the guys at the party. Ain't nothing out there for me. Ain't nothing out there no. for me. Okay.
But I think a lot of people don't generally vote during congressional elections, like when it's just the House or just the Senate. But I think now, more than ever, people are coming to understand the importance of voting in every single election. Yeah. Yeah, because... It's kind of like whether, whether you agree with it or not, you know, and I had this conversation again with some of our, our um, youth, and I'm saying, you know, because who are very disenfranchised with the idea of voting, and I get it, I absolutely get it, because sometimes, you know, the candidates, you know, you just either don't understand it, they're not relatable, I get it, you know, I love, that's why I love what the Breakfast Club is doing right now, that's um, 105.1, uh, the Breakfast Club, and for those of you who don't know, is 
uh, a radio show at 105.1 here, FM here in the tri-state, and I think it's a, uh, actually syndicated. So the, the uh, hosts are uh, Charlemagne the God, who I absolutely enjoy hearing his uh, opinions on things when he's not being a jackass, and DJ Envy and um, another young lady, Angela Yee. Uh, but they have the candidates on there, and what I think that um, you know the candidates run, they ask them the questions that um, are, and I'm, when I say they, I, I basically mean Charlemagne because he has such a, um, in my opinion, unique style of interviewing. He'll ask the questions that everybody really wants to know. You know, he's not trying, he's not interested in being P and G. He'll, you know, he just, he'll just, he'll just put it out there like this is why why you and you know and the other two kind of just play back up to to uh support you know um where it is like so they've had everybody from up there from Kamala Harris to you know you name it you know um they want to get Joe Biden out he may have even been up there but um they asked the question and uh Trump and you know I, I generally don't like to say his name he's 45 um the idea that he got impeached is, uh, and people really don't understand what that actually means. Like, okay, some people liken the impeachment to a firing, right? So why is he still there out here, you know? Yeah. So, and the memes that go around to explain that, you know, that whole process, and also which have been hysterical to me that I've uh, read. But the funniest one I think I've read is um, impeachment is like you break up with your baby daddy, but he still lives in your house. (laughs) And that is impeachment. You know, they're like, okay, well, if he got impeached, why is he still there? Like, get rid of him. It doesn't quite work that way because if you want to think about it, Bill Clinton also got impeached, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It 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 um it's a it's a permanent stain on your presidency, despite what he wants to be out there on the trail creating in terms of dialogue. But I really do think that he is um, a sociopath. <laughs> I really do because. In watching it, for all of those who thought that um, he goes right on the campaign trail and he says some of the most insane things out there about people and situations and, you know, what it means and what it doesn't actually mean. And, and it's just a testimony to why he's in the space that he's in. I wish it was a you get fired, but maybe that would be more appealing to him because he could just actually stop, you know. He could actually stop. What do you think? Well, um, I think that impeachment is an indictment. It's um, yes. it's it's what we you know like us who are not in the government. We it's it's an indictment. So so he's been indicted, and that will never go away. That's he's been impeached. It's history now. That's what it is. Um, for those seeking his removal from office. All right, so just like when, when there's um, any criminal trial or, or any trial, if you're indicted for something, then that means you're going to tra- trial or you have to take a plea. President right. Nixon took a plea 
in that he just resigned. He said, look, if I resign, then nobody is going to um, put me in jail for, for what I did. And Ford, who became the president once he resigned, wasn't it Ford? I think it was Ford, right? Think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, then he was, he, um, I forgot the word for it, but he kind of forgave him for his sins and let him walk away into the sunshine, sunlight. <laughs> um, with what, what, can, what could happen is that now that you're impeached, all the articles go to the Senate, the Senate holds a trial, and then at the end of that trial, it's just like with us, it would be, do we, do, do we get probation, which would be censure for him, or do we go to jail, which really would be removal for him, because for him, removal would then mean jail, because there are prosecutors all over the country waiting to send him to jail, which is why this is really my thought. Um, because I don't believe he's he's going to be removed from office because of McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate. There are more Republicans in the Senate. That's why, you know, if you feel a certain way, you got to vote a certain way, right? And so 2020 is going to be major. So everybody go out and vote. But um, let's ju- let's just say. He gets elected again, right? Because that can happen. He can run again for for another four years. Terrible, right? If that's how you feel. Um, We know that he is accused of being a criminal, right? We know that, that he's accused of committing crimes. And we know also, if you're from New York... Somebody's calling me at this moment, which is a bad moment. But anyway, we know that he's been accused of committed crime. If, let's just say your brother or some relative or even a neighbor, you know that person is standing trial. But the reason why he, he can't be legally held responsible for those crimes is because the police can't find him or for whatever reason he can't be touched, Right? If you keep him in your house, hidden from being prosecuted or, or, or standing trial, you're harboring a criminal, correct? Aiding and abetting, yes. Aiding and abetting, right? So if, yep. number one, if we, first of all, if, if the Senate doesn't, doesn't impeach him and remove him, to me, they're aiding and abetting, but I'm going to let that go for a minute and say that anybody voting for this man who we all know that as soon as he's out, he's going to stand trial, and we're hiding him in the White House, protecting him from being prosecuted, everybody who votes for him is aiding and abetting. Does that make sense? It makes total sense to me. But he's being hidden in the White House. This is just insane to me. Ah! In plain sight. And, because under the, and, and protect it. By the law that says you cannot, a seated president cannot be uh, incarcerated. Now, that's questionable also whether or not that's a law or just a policy that this Senate is 
this Senate majority, which is Republicans, is choosing to follow. There's a lot of debate around that and a lot of legal experts are saying that a seated president can be in, indicted, can be can stand trial, and can go to can be prosecuted. And um the attorney general bar is the one who's protecting him from that because that's the attorney general's piece. That's a there's a there's a, it's just insane. I can't believe that this is America. And the thing about America is the thing that I've always loved about America is the checks and balances and the Constitution. I think more, again, I've, I've said this before, more than being um, a Democrat, I am a constitutionalist. I believe in, that, I don't believe in everything in the Constitution. There's nothing in this world that I think is perfect. There are some things that need to be fixed, rearranged, and some things need to be set in stone and some things just need to be deleted out of um, the laws of the land. However, I believe in the law. I believe that justice is um, important and that there, there needs to be human rights and so forth and so on. So I believe in that. And I think that it's the Constitution and the checks and balances which makes us who we are as a republic, and I think that that's being stomped on, and I can't believe that this is being allowed to happen, that um, the executive branch is no longer listening to the Senate and Congress and, and just ignoring subpoenas, and the Supreme Court just looks silly because it's just sitting there letting everything happen. Um, you know, it's like... Man you know, we can all see what's going on and it's triangular and it's, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot more that, that I think about, about um, impeachment and, and what's going on politically and just to our country. But there's just, I, I want, I want us to dedicate a show to that. Okay. Um, I was hoping that, that we could do that during the next show and not uh, well you know every week is something different (laughs) with this this particular administration so you never know what's going to happen next week you know Uh homie thinks he can walk down fifth avenue and shoot somebody he just might do that just to say see i told you know i just don't know And, and then you think what could he do that would make people turn away from him, his people. And you know me, I'm crazy. So I'm thinking, does he have to whip it out and piss on stage? Like what? Like, and then they come up with an yeah. excuse for that, right? I, I just don't know. Well, you know, we will just have to accept that there's a very, very, very large population of people in this world who are, who think like him, who need to be led, who um, are very fixed and limited in their capacity um, of anything, and they stand united, you know. And this, the worst thing about those type of mentalities are that when they join together in numbers and behind, you know, like a ring leader or a puppet master, it, it appears to be strength in it, you know, because honestly what it is is it's leader, the leaders of the – psychotic brigade and, and it's kind of like 
there are quite a few people out there that are like that. You know, it just reinforces the understanding that why mental wellness is, is important and, you know, all those things that prevent that type of thinking, you know. And I think that his uh, rallies are super staged where he puts all of the head nodders directly behind him like in a, a like a scrim of uh, a scrim of uh, nodders that make the appearance that they're all in agreement with him. But when you actually pan out to the crowd, it's not as big as or as uh, it's more limited than you think, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, we got to stop absolutely. watching him anyway to look for a response because they take those ratings and I believe that they they use them to prove a point about the masses because it's really smoke and mirrors dance at this point because I like to think that more people have an understanding and, and uh, are being impacted by his rhetoric. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the Christian Times publication came out last night came out yesterday for impeachment. The evangelical Billy Graham's founded magazine um, came out for impeachment. Now, now, now I'm going to just ask you a question, <laughs> which may oh. be the elephant in the room. Do you get, do you subscribe to this that magazine? <laughs> do I subscribe to the magazine? Absolutely does, not. Does it, does it arrive on your front stoop? No, it doesn't. Okay, all right, all right. You scared me but, for a second. Okay. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, but for the most part, the people whose doors it does arrive on, more than likely, those are the people that put them in the seat. <laughs> so, you know, they're going to read that, and, and how are they going to react? It's interesting. It's just you know, it, it just it 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 may be a very teeny tiny crack in in the wall of whatever. And I just think that you know the country needs to be better educated. Um, our educational system is failing um, because I've heard people. You know, they interview people and they ask them questions. Do you think the president should be impeached? And some of the things that people say is like, what did you say? Do you even, what? They gave you, a, a, they're allowing you to vote, right? Okay. Like um, one guy, for example, he said, read the transcript, read the transcript. So the guy who was interviewing him said, have you read the transcript? He said, uh, no, I don't have time to read the transcript. He said, but you just said it's important to read the transcript. He said, yeah, it's important to read the transcript, but you know, I don't have time to read it. And he says, well, how long have you been? It's it's nine pages. He said, yeah, yeah. So people should just read it. He's like, well, how long have you been standing out here waiting to see, you know, the president? He said, I've been out here since eight o'clock. He said, well, it's one o'clock now. He said, yeah, yeah, it's been a little while. He said, but you don't have time, right, to read the transcript. No, I don't have time. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So exactly. I want to just read some, some comments. Um, and, and say good morning to everybody who's now tuning in via, uh, what do we have here? Instagram and Facebook. Steve uh, Ross, the boss, what's up? Corey, I got you on all platforms. What's going on, baby? And um, Gabriel and Joyce, 
How y'all doing on Instagram? And, of course, we have Pops Ulysses. He says, good morning, family. His plate is ready for the pre-holiday brunch with Javon and Therese Michelle. Yes. Isn't he? He's just like, I don't know. Just, yeah. You just got to love him. And Ethel Johnson, how you doing, Miss Ethel? And uh, Ulysses said, hey to Renee, who's listening. How you doing? And Corey has obviously, you know, you knew Corey was going to write a uh, Okay, so let me, I'm going to read all of Corey's comments here. Corey says, impeachment doesn't mean removal from office, correct? Sadly, he might actually get reelected, shaking my head, which is also correct. Clinton got impeached late in his second term, but finished out his term. True? Correct. Right. And the word I was looking for was pardoned. I'm telling you, I got this old brain. It, it, it's amazing how much I'm able to function with it. Republicans control the Senate, which is why Nancy Pelosi is... Oh, my God, you got to love her. I, I just love her. Um, and now what she's doing is, fancy me this. What she's doing, because she now has the impeachment, right? She's the, 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 the articles of impeachment, which are passed, right? So right. now she's supposed to pass right. that to the Senate. However, since Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Senate, the Republican said, he's saying he's not going to do a fair trial. Nope. He said, nope, I'm working with the president. I don't care what y'all say, right? So she's like, well, until we can guarantee a fair trial, I'm not sending you the articles, which is driving 45 insane because he's <laughs> going to the trial so that they can hurry up and, and um, oh, Jesus, what's the word? Acquit him and then he could say he's been totally exonerated, which is ridiculous. Uh-huh. But she's holding on to those articles of impeachment until the, Mitch gets right, which Mitch is not going to get right. And and people are saying she's going to have to turn it over, but it's up to her when she turns it over. Now, see, if it was me, this is what I would do, Okay. What I would keep holding. I I'd be like Lilo Thomas. I'll keep holding on till the <laughs> time is right. I'll keep holding on till what's wrong turns right. And if he should get reelected, and I have this strange feeling that the Senate is going to turn blue, that's when I would turn it over. That's what I'm saying But see that's just me I don't think Nancy is as vindictive As I could be But um, Ah. But she is savvy She's smart Yes. And smarter than me So maybe she knows something I don't know But um, Corey also says Independents have no say so In these hearings as well And there are millions of independents now, that's true. The impeachment hearing was a joke, according to Corey. If he cuts SNAP benefits, then his voting base will be pissed. Oh, that's true. Whoa. Now that's... that's true. 
was he's he's talking about um messing with snap he's talking about messing with my social security and i'm i'm not feeling that um flip pancakes according to Corey must be um making pancakes right now and um, I think that's sarcasm. <laughs> yeah I, I i yeah i got it <laughs> he yawns with um at the evangelicals and he's saying hey the holding of the articles is part of the chess game and unfortunately the people are pawns. Mm. You know, Corey always got that deep stuff to say. So I get that and, and you know, we have a special guest on today and, and I wanna move away from the impeachment and and you know, everything political. Um, it's almost going from the dark to the light. When I, you know, in thinking about who our guest is, our special guest today, because right. um, this, this, this gentleman, I, I can't say enough about how much he's done for this show. And I, I spoke to him recently and tried to give him an idea of what he has done for the show, but um. And he was like, wow, I, I didn't realize that. But I I um, really just want to bring it home. So his name is Troy Bronstein, and he's the owner of T-Best Talent Agency, the talent agency of each and every queen of disco, okay? Nice. Um, anybody you can think of, Troy has worked with and has in their career. He's just amazing. So amazing. Years ago, when I set out to start interviewing legendary songstresses, you know, I got, uh, I had, um, I believe, Melba Moore and Sarah Dash and got the fever after them too. I was like, ooh. You know, I, so I started looking up Evelyn Champagne King and, and CeCe Peniston and this one and that one. And it kept, Troy Bronstein, it kept saying, you have to speak to, Troy Bronstein. I'm like, who in the hell is this Troy Bronstein? And how can I read? You know, this is crazy. <laughs> His name was the only name that kept popping up. You know? And if and it might even have been that I wanted to do a show. You know, I was doing shows and, and I wanted to hire people for for the shows. Um even before I was I was looking to do this podcast, his name kept popping up. Um, when I would look to see how I could hire people. Well, finally, I found T-Best Talent Agency. And I made calls to that talent agency and to, to find out if I could get this person or that person. And what happened was I think I made one or two calls, and then I was connected to Troy personally. And I was like, so you are Troy Bronstein. And it... Again, almost like it was when I met your wife and, and I realized Monifa was just a human being, right? <laughs> That's what it was like when I spoke with Troy. I was like, oh, he's, he's a guy. And he's a nice guy, you know, because it, it seemed like he was this, this person you couldn't ever reach, like the president or something, you know? Like, my like, God. Ah, the whiz. <laughs> exactly. Well, once I once I made a connection with Troy, 
the floodgates opened up. Bonnie Pointer, Robin S., Cece Peterson, Ooh. Anaya Day, Linda Clifford, Martha Wash. I mean, Woo-hoo. all of this Boy. was a And you know that our list has grown exponentially. As a matter of fact, Evelyn Champagne King appeared on this show about three times. And one thing I will always appreciate, Troy, not only for him getting these phenomenal queens onto the show, but it's the way that these queens talk about him. Because they've all gone through something. The, the entertainment industry is not always kind to women, especially women of color. And once you, once you, your type of music or whatever, you, you get a little older in the game. And we speak about this all the time, about our music being classic. And, and how Barbara Streisand, all she has to do is say she's coming out and everybody comes. Well, it's not always as easy because we don't do things the same way. Well, people who have gone through things, they talk about how things changed once Troy came and took care of them. So I personally appreciate that about him because we love our... R&B singers and, and our disco legends. And it's just wonderful to know that there's someone like Troy out there taking care of them. You know, it's, right. it's almost right. like, like and I always say they're like family to me. So right. it's like someone taking care of your auntie because they're all like aunties to me. Right. So right. for me, Troy is a prince among queens. And I, I thank him so much. And it's an honor again to welcome Troy onto the show, but this time with Javon and Therese. Welcome, Troy. Good morning. How are or you? Good afternoon, morning. I should say. I'm okay. It's morning for me. It's afternoon for you. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. I'm just going on and on and on. But you just mean so much to so many people, Troy, and I just had to, you know, let the world know who you are and, and why it's so important that um, we give you kudos. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And back at you, you know, what, you, what you've been doing and your, your station and everything is great and, and your new co-host, welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Mm. So, Troy, what I would love for you to do is, first off, tell everyone how you got into the talent agency business. Like, what were you doing before that? (laughs) And, you know, I love these stories. I know the story, but we have a new audience now, and and I need for people to know your story. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well... Basically, I was a stripper, <laughs> to put it, put it lightly, and um, I was <laughs> I was the one that basically was the uh, liaison with the with the artists that we had a special guest like Cindy Lauper, Patty LaBelle, and people like that, and um, just did you know me picking them up at the airport, take care of them, and all that kind of stuff. I developed a friendship with these people, and as I traveled around playing ball, 
I would come to different venues and say, oh, do you ever have entertainment? Come here and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they would say yes. And I'd say, oh, well, you know, do you know Patty Bell? Just to put it together just as a friend and, you know, had them on the road working, doing shows. And then it just became something that just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming to where they were saying, no, 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 you You need to do this or you need to get paid. And I was like, ah, I'm not worried about it. Just, you know, I'm doing it as a friend. And um, it just developed into where it went out of control, and I had to, you know, start the business and and carry on from there. And it just once I started it, I mean, word just traveled, and you know, one came, two came, three came, four came, and it was just crazy. And it's that's just the way it's been. So that's how I started it. I think by going into the business that way, because it is a, you know, I love the business, but it's also very corrupt and shady i mean to be honest and um mm. you know i never went into the business with that attitude so i think that's why i was not affected by the bug <laughs> as i call mm, it the bug yeah. the bug is the the temptation to steal from people and and to do bad things because it's it's very easy um and uh you know it's unfortunate but it does happen it does still happen not as much but you know You've got people now that are educating more people, and so they're aware of things and they look for things. As to where before you just trusted, but you can't mm. trust. You just you can't do that. <clears throat> I mean, you can trust me, but you know if I'm not working <laughs> with you, then you're you know you got to watch your eyes and dot your t's. You know, dot your eyes and cross your t's, as they say. Absolutely. So, but yeah, but that's how I started, and then it just went from you know when I launched my company, uh, what I had. Seven people, and uh, which Sylvester was one of um, back in the day, and uh, it just took off to you know where it is today. So, so I'm very how fortunate. Did, how did you meet Sylvester? I met Sylvester actually because um, he was again he was performing uh, uh, at a club down in uh, San Diego at the time, which was called West Coast Production Company, and um, uh, it was Sylvester yeah. and Divine. <laughs> which was divine. quite an odd combination. Oh yeah, yeah, divine. That he was a trip. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, then I we just met and talked and uh Tim was his uh, manager at the time and uh um we just ended up you know, it just it, everything just flew. It just flew together. Everything just, just molded and it was just like not it was not a job because I wasn't looking at it as a job. Does that make sense? It was just yeah. something that was, you know, something that just came. I mean, I have the gift of gab and I'm a people person and, you know, it's just always helped. So. Would you like it, it to be like a, a passion? Would I like it to be a passion? No. Would, would you, would you say it was like, a, you know, like how they say if you follow your passion or what you're good at, it's almost like not working. Is it that kind of vibe? Yes, 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 okay. definitely, definitely. Gotcha. Because then gotcha. as, I, as I got more into the business, um, uh, you know, doing the bookings, I started with the talent agency, then I went to the management company, and then I went to the record label, and now it's like all under one, you know, one domain. But um, as I went through it and, and did it, then it just became – it was, I don't want to say too easy, but it was just, I could do it in my sleep after a while. It was that easy. You know what I mean? 
And then right, I wanted, right. uh, you know, I wanted more challenges. I wanted to to make sure that they were getting their proper, you know, percentages and all that kind of stuff. So then I branched, you know, out from there. And then it's kind of been a a, a training process in a way, as uh, you know, at the same time, because it's like if I if I'm working with with the artist, then it's us. And it's like, why give these other people the licensing deals if we can get them? I can make those phone calls. It's the same thing. Right. So that's that's what we did, and then that's how it all branched. And then, you know, once you start doing that, then it's a whole other world, (laughs) you know, between the royalties and mechanicals and all that kind of stuff, you know, publishing and everything else. So as a, as a i have a I have a question for you that I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. as a as a as a leader or uh, and i i hate the word boss because i think that um yeah, leaders yeah. are if effective communicators and they have so many other things um there they're supportive coaches they're they're quite a few hats that leaders have um and they mm-hmm. also in my opinion are smart enough to have people in a room smarter than them you know and, mm-hmm. and are excellent at um, uh, executing and pulling out the best in people. What would you say from your professional experience um, are important steps for a leader like yourself to have? Oh, geez. Um, Well, I mean, my key thing is always listen. Listen Mm. and pay attention. Um, because you might think that you know everything, but you don't. And you can always learn from somebody else. I mean, I, I, I go into a room with certain people, and, and I'm, you know, quiet as a mouse. People are like, how come you're not saying anything? You're always talking. I'm like, I'm listening. And I'm like a sponge, you know. I, I just absorb. And then I use it when I need it, and then it becomes part of me, and, and I adapt to it. But, I mean, that's the main thing, because you can always, you know, it's like, I look at um, at elderly people, and mm-hmm. I always want to talk to them because I want to hear their stories. I want to hear, you know, some stuff that they went through or what was challenging for them, you know, because you look at, mm-hmm. look at us now where we are, and then think down another 30 years what it's going to be like, mm-hmm. right. whether it's good or bad. You know what I mean? There's going to be stories, and, right. you know, you want to hear that. You want to know what's what's developed and and. You know, I know where I came from, but do I really? You know, at the same time, so I wanna, I wanna know all that, and then that's where you know I become like a sponge and I absorb everything that I can, and then I apply it, you know, when it's right. But I never forget. <laughs> mm, mm, nice, nice. I'm so, sure you've got tons of stories, even this far in your journey. Oh, that's why I can't wait for my book. <laughs> nice. Are you actually working on a book? I am, I am, and I'm, uh, uh, I'm, how do you say, scouting now ghostwriters, because for me, my book, my book is, it's stories, basically, so I can tell the story, and then I need the ghostwriters to put it down to write it out, you know what I mean, in book form, Right. Yeah. I guess you call it book form, because um, I mean, I've got the stories, and there's going to be some, some dirt flinging, but I mean, you have to have some and it's all true so I mean I'm not worried about it nobody can go back to me and say you know why did you say that I'll say well because you did that yes you did (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. So, you know, you know what's, what's also popular too, Troy, is uh, audio, and you have a great voice. So hearing your book in audio version, I, I, li- I love audio books as well because I like to uh, zone out. I take a lot of long-distance drives, so I uh-huh. love listening to the, the afflictions and everything of the book or the, of the writer's ideas in their speaking voice. I love that. So get ready for that. I never too. thought about that. I never thought about yeah. that. See, now here I am absorbing again. That's another option. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Sure. I agree 100%. You get that audio book, I'm getting that book. And I'm going to listen as oh. I drive as well. Yeah, because People it's it's, it's, it's going to be one of those books full of stories. And it's like, you know, um, I wish I could tell you the, the title, but I don't want to blow it because somebody else could still take it. But uh, yeah. um, you're going to basically – you. As you hear, as you, uh, if you're listening instead of reading, <laughs> as you hear the stories, you're just gonna, you know, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna be like, oh my god, you know, it's gonna be that kind of thing. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about it, and you know, I need to, I need to get off my butt and just get it done. Is what I need to do because uh, I don't want somebody else to like come in and rain on my thunder, basically. <laughs> so my stories, my experiences, my you know, my mm-hmm. situations with the divas, with the artists, with, you know, um, all different types of situations, you know, uh, from the different shows and, and the shows that are out, you know, still today, you know, and those people that, you know, are on those shows and, and you know, go on afterwards to whatever their careers, you know, take them to, um, you know, it's all, it's all a journey and there's a story. And, you know, I think that a lot of those stories are things that people should know hear about it might change their attitude about somebody because the mm. line changed a lot <laughs> you know it means somebody would be like damn she's a bitch you know what I mean but it's like, <laughs> you know it's like you just did that to me yes you just did that to me and yes I will tell about it <laughs> you know so um it's gonna be one of those books yeah you're standing in line at the grocery store and you see the name and the title and you're like what's that and flip it over reading the back and then you read some dirt, you're like, oh, I want more. And then you're going to read it. So I'm hoping, yeah. you know, I'm hoping for a good number one seller there. <laughs> but you know go. what's funny? I'm pretty sure. I, I couldn't get any dirt on you, Troy. I, I tried. I tried. I tried. And and I want, <laughs> I want you to listen to this. You You already know this story. You were actually listening as I tried to pry a little bit of dirt out of one of, <laughs> one of your, your besties, one of your best friends, I believe. Um, so let's all take take a listen to this, and, and then we can talk about this a little bit, Troy, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Evelyn, can you tell us a funny story? I mean, he did kind of tell us about okay, you. Okay, now. Troy. Come on now. Come on now. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 it's your turn. You tell. <laughs> this is... This is the tea with Evelyn Champagne King. This is King. story hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I don't know where to start with this. <laughs> he has so many funny moments. Oh, my God, Troy. Jeez, well, that's I know. A good that's one why I, I, I had to think on you, too. So I, I know. Well, because no, got to be I clean, mean, too. Well, <laughs> no, it was, okay, I can remember the funniest one I remember, which was really, really comical to me, was we was all in a limousine. And uh, yeah, I remember your couple of your friends you introduced me to. <laughs> he introduced me to a couple of his friends. I'm not going to name any names because they probably don't want their names. But Davis, 
mean, <laughs> some of them were, I mean, they were drinking. We was having a good old time. And they, and they were telling me so many stories. I was embarrassed, you know, because I, here I was still young. You know, we were all young. But they would tell me the stories, and we laughed so hard. Um, I think, oh, God, you was, you was turn, you turned blood red, first of all. Troy does turn blood red. But when he, when Troy drinks <laughs> a drink that you know is is a little harsh, harsher for him. He loves his absolute. Yes, he does. And uh, if he doesn't have his vodka right, me and my husband try to let him know, Troy, it's not working for you because we can see you, your face is turning completely like a beet. You know, <laughs> he doesn't look. <laughs> he didn't want to hear it. He was having a good old time in the car, and we all had to. We if we if it wasn't a floor in the limousine, I think we would have been stopping it like the Flintstones because it was too <laughs> comical to watch Troy turn blood red, and he didn't really notice it. I mean, he didn't notice it until he started feeling funny because it was the wrong absolute. That one <laughs> I'll never ever forget. I have an allergic reaction to grain and alcohol. <laughs> Oh my and goodness. so if it's not a certain kind of alcohol, and a lot of people were always like, oh, you have to have the rich stuff. I would have liked to be drinking the cheap stuff because it would have saved me a lot of money. But I, I break. Yo, I had to share that, and that was, that was um, evolution. I can remember. I remember that night. Oh, my God. We were howling. We were laying on the ground with this big old huge limousine just rolling, laughing. It was hysterical. <laughs> But I do have an allergic reaction to the grain. It's the grain that's used in alcohol. And if it's not filtered or distilled a certain amount of times, for whatever reason, it it breaks me out. And I get these red blotches that consume across my face like an amoeba. Remember when you were in, in science class and you looked at the telescope and you saw, like, the amoeba? That starts yeah. growing up my neck, and then it comes across the side of my face, and then it's, like, it's not attractive. Uh-huh. And then my whole uh, face ends up being like Evelyn was saying, this beat red. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> that is insane. That must have been hysterical. And I can't believe that that was the most tea I could get out That's of That's the Evelyn. dirt, right? Right? <laughs> That's it. Troy turns blotchy when he drinks the wrong uh, alcohol. Oh. That's what you want to know. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that you know what? If that's the worst of a Troy, then you know you you yeah, yeah, cool. can't be that bad of a guy, right? <laughs> exactly. 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 So what I wanna do, you have there's somebody um holding on to, to say hello, I believe. And but before oh. I get to the caller, I just want to say hi to Gloria Ryan and I am Kuga and the Invisible Child in New York, who are watching on Instagram. Now, I yeah, Troy, I do a whole thing now. I'm live on Instagram as I'm talking to you. Eventually, oh, wow. Good. Yeah, eventually I'm going to be on, we're going to be on YouTube, and um, hopefully we're going to have people come in. So, so, therefore, when you're in New York, you should holler at your girl, and then we'll have you live with us. So that people oh, wow. cannot hear you but see you, and yeah, see, so so we're growing a little bit, and um, we have also a Facebook live going on that I cannot find right now. Oh, there we go, and um, a there couple of comments that people 
have made. Um, Corey said, Mo being human is debatable at times, but I love her. And she he knows that she's going to kill him for that. Um, <laughs> he also says, salute to Troy, real talk. And that, I'm sure, is because of the way I spoke about you caring for our R&B divas, our, our queens of disco. Kim Keisha Caldwell says she's sorry she couldn't stay on longer, but she loved your story, and it's a great show. Um, Corey wants to know, what is your process of finding talent? I'm sure a lot of people might want to know that. Or what type of talent do you look to endorse or vouch for? Ah, well, I, I mean, that's a, that's, that, that's a good question, actually, but um, it's also a loaded question because um, – I don't really look for talent anymore. If I see something that I think is, um, you know, I hate to say that not worthy, but if it's unique or different or, or you know, something that needs to um, be seen or heard, then, you know, I'll step in a little bit. And, and you know, um, depending on which lane they're in, I'm going to say, and, and how they're traveling down, I'll step in. If I could assist them, then I will. Um, back in the day, you know, when I first started, you had the labels, you know, coming at you with the artists. So mm, right. um, even though I was out looking to sign people when I first started, as they all started coming because they would talk to each other, oh, who do you use? You know, who do you use? What is, what's going on? And, um, you know, my name kept coming up, and then that's how, you know, my business grew versus me going out and having to, you know, secure talent and, and find talent to represent. So again, I was blessed and fortunate the way that that, how everything came to me, you know, and I didn't have to, you know, really go out there and, and, and you know, hit it, hit the pavement, so to speak, and, and, and do that. I did still, and then I would come across others or, and, you know, and grow that way. But it was a little bit different than, you know, the actual, agent type of thing because it's like if you you know you call up CAA or William Morris or any of these people and you know it's like even to get a meeting with them is very difficult because if they don't know you they really don't want to be bothered and that's sad it's really sad because that cuts a lot of people out and you know there's a lot of talented people a lot of talented people out there and I don't feel that anybody should ever you know be shut out you know Um, but that's that's the way it happens that's the that's that's the business it's unfortunate again, but, um, you know, just be persistent and, and, you know, be true to yourself. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do and that's the type of music you want to do, then do it. You know, don't listen to anybody else. Listen to yourself. Listen to your heart. Because that's what's going to be, you know, the bottom line. And you're going to have to live with yourself. So are you happy or are you not happy? Are you doing what you want to do? You know, it's, it's, it all leads up to that. You figure your work is, you know, three quarters of your life. And if you're not happy, then you're not happy. Then do something else because you don't want to die miserable. You know, when I go, I want to be able to say, damn, I did it. You know, I did that. Or I wish I could have done this or I wish I could have done that. You know, like the crazy things like skydiving and swimming with the great whites and freaking yourself out and doing shit like that. But, you know, <laughs> I I did it. So I can say I did it. You know what I mean? I, I wake up every day and I'm happy when I wake up because it's a blessing. I woke up. <laughs> Some people don't, you know, and right. I can carry on and keep going. So 
you know, I know I kind of strayed away from the from the initial question, but it all it's all relative. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's good. So uh, Corey also you, said to definitely do an audio book, and okay. he wants you to know that 10G Publishing is available. <clears throat> so that's oh. his publishing um, company. So you know, check them out. Check them out. I um, will. Have, I will. Yeah, we have, and and you can when on Facebook, I can I can let you know how you can see where he is and whatnot. Okay. Um, All right. So we have a caller, 5306 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you're calling from? 430306. Yes, I did. Good morning from Oakland, California. Troy, you know who I am. Uh, I, I, I believe I do. <laughs> How are you? I'm <laughs> Eric Cummings. Yes, Eric. How are you? <laughs> How are you? We go way back, man. We go way back. Yep. I have yep, one yep. question for you. Are you born in San Leandro? Was I born in San Leandro? Uh-huh. No, I was born in Oakland. Okay, I was born in San Leandro, Vesper Memorial Hospital, off of 583 Way. Anyway, I want to tell you, thank you for bringing all this talent expression. You know how I feel about Evelyn Champagne King. I've been knowing Evelyn Champagne King since the Circle Star Theater. I know. <laughs> Am I taking you back? And I just want to thank Oh, my God. That was a great you location. Know, me, and Tracy, me and Jeannie Tracy are neighbors, and, and and I'm looking at Evelyn Champagne King's gold album on my wall right now, Smooth Talk, from my, I think I told you from East um, mm-hmm. um, eBay. Thank you for giving her life of real music still to this day, and I can't tell you how I see everybody that sees me on stage with her at the Monterey Blues Festival, Conquer. Art and Soul Festival and Thunder Valley keep me keep blessing us with all this real music and talent. And one thing, or another. Do you manage um, Linda Clifford? Linda's part of our camp. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My song still is Red Light. Red Light. <laughs> and God bless you. Happy holidays and happy birthday to Kevin in heaven. And I love you. And I hope to see you too. And happy holidays to you and your family. Back at you, Eric. Happy Enjoy holiday. yourself. Thank Be you safe. Guys. Okay. You Thanks too. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Thank you. That's, so that's nice. a guy. That's a guy that's a fan. That's a, um, I mean, he's a tremendous person uh, as it is. And um, like with Evelyn, he bought, you know, one of her gold albums <laughs> on eBay. And then he came to us with it and presented wow. it. Like, look what I have of you. This is how big of a fan I am. And it's just like, wow. And it's like every show, it's like he was there. No matter where we were, he was there. It could have been in, wow. you know, Iowa. We could have been in, you know, Nebraska. He was there. And I'm like, damn. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know but. Um, wow. Every, what I remember about him is when Evelyn called into the show the first time. He mm-hmm. was one of the first people to call. He held on the longest. And <laughs> when he had, I gave him an opportunity to speak to her. He cried like a baby. Yes. He was so happy to talk to her. And that was very heartwarming to me. So I'm always happy when he calls in. Yeah, um, yeah. Wow. He's, and he's a good person. And, and he, he cries. He cries when he meets the divas and gets a chance to 
you know, get on his knees and he bows at him and then he's like crying and I'm like, get up, Eric, get up. <laughs> he's a great person. He's a great person. Good yes. heart. Yes, yes. And, and you know, our, our legendary divas, they deserve that. They deserve that love and adoration. And like I said to Evelyn, you know, fanatics, not just fans, fanatics, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. And you help us to see them. You you take care of them. Can can you talk a little bit about that? What that's been like for you? Um, those who, first of all, disco. How did you get into that genre? And and what is it like taking care of these? legendary artists? Well, I mean, you know, disco was, you know, was part of your life, basically. You know, at one point, I mean, that was the, that was the sound. That's what was, you know, that's what was everywhere. And, uh, you know, it's like you look today and you've got, you know, you've got dance, you've got adult contemporary, you got this, you got that. You know, you still have the blends from, from, you know, all the different people. And, you know, Back in that day and back in that time, I mean, you had your legendary, you know, everybody was a Diana Ross in their own mind and their own way. Yeah. And, <laughs> yes. you know, um, she's in my book, by the way. So. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Uh, okay, we, we have to work to get this book done because I need to. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got, you know, um, these people that, you know, at one point, in their life, you know, I don't want to say they were special because they are still special. Yeah. And, right. you know, you've got people that have forgotten about people. And, you know, once you bring that back to the, to the focal front, then the people get excited again. And they're like, Oh my God, I remember that. What happened to that? You know, what, whatever, you know, why are they doing anything? And a lot of times they still are, but they're doing it at a different, it's a different level. And so it's not as noticeable or they're not notarized anymore. And so I help bring them back to where the public sees them and knows what they're doing again. And, you know, with all the social media things right now, you can follow somebody and, and, you know, learn a lot more and see that people, it's like for Evelyn, for example, I used to get comments from people that, you know, I would bring her up to, to have her do an event and they'd be like, Oh wow, is she still she's still working? I'm like, Are you under a rock? Yeah. She's working wow. like every other day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it blows my mind when people would make comments like that because they just don't know. And yeah, you know, right. so that's where I will help bring that knowledge back out and let people know what's going on, who these people are, what their credits are. Yes, you should bow to them. Because it wasn't for them, the song that you just made that copied them, that's your credit <laughs> right there. That's the person you need to that? thank. You know, and, and don't forget, it's the same thing. Don't forget where you come from. You know, everybody climbs that ladder, and, and everybody has steps, and you take those steps. And for me, I can, you know, be grateful to, to God and everybody else that, you know, I can walk back down them steps, and I'm not going to have a problem where some people are going to walk down them steps and they're going to crack and they're mm. going to fall. But that's their fault. They did that. Nobody else. They did that. You know, 
And that's why, you know, I, I always tell these people, you know, we'll be walking to the airport and people will come up and say, oh, my God, you know, can I have an autograph? And they're just like, mm. and I will pull one right out of my bag. And they look at me like, really? And I'm like, sign it for this person. Because if it wasn't for this person, you wouldn't be here. Sign exactly. it. Well, exactly. And, you know, I try to keep it real. That's all. And, you know, everybody is a person and everybody, you know, eats drinks and, you know, wipes their booty the same. So it's it's just the way that it goes. And, you know, nobody's really any different or nobody's really any more special. Everybody has their 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 niche in the world, you know, and what, you know, you're here to do and the mark you're, you're here to leave. But we're all the same. And, you know, just don't think that, you know, just don't let your head get inflated because as soon as your head gets inflated, you're going to be gone. That's that's the only way I can say it. You know, that's what happens. Yeah. So. Well, you it's know, sad, Troy, but, you you know, any- we keep them alive. We keep them alive. You hear the music, you dance again, you feel good about it. And, you know, that's a good thing. And that's what we're here you- for. Exactly. Do you do television, um, Troy, as well? Do what now? Do you do any television? I do, as far as, like, different shows and having the artists on them. Yes. Yes, we do. Most most of it, actually, is in Europe. Not so much in the States anymore. A lot of it is in Europe because they have the appreciation over there of your legendary people, your, you know, your different types of artists. And uh, over in Europe, it's a total different mentality, you know, than we have here. Yeah. It's sad because, you know, the artists here, you know, you live here. For example, uh, Eric was talking about Jeannie Tracy in Oakland. Perfect example. Jeannie has been, you know, a background singer for everybody in the industry. I mean, she's the one they go to to do the demos. And then, you know, like Aretha Franklin, for example, with Freeway. She passed on that track. Jeannie yeah. did the demo. Aretha listened to the demo and said, I'll do it. Wow. And she did it like Jeannie did it. And Jeannie was on the record and Jeannie got her credit and all that kind of stuff. But um, uh, oh, I just forgot my train of thought. What I was talking, um, what I was referring to Jeannie for, um, overseas work. Oh, she had to go. She had to go over to Europe, and we had to get a hit over in Europe that came back over here into the states for these DJs to play it. Wow. And that's crazy because you live here. This is your country. You know, if your record was good enough to play because it came over from England, why wasn't it just good enough to play when we sent it to you to begin with? And you passed on yeah. it. So it's not, it's not your style or it's not your thing. You know, it's really sad that that's the way that it is. And in Europe, they're much more appreciative of, you know, the legendary people as well as the new people. But they like good music. You know, there's not a lot of good music anymore. Or there's not a lot of good vocals on music anymore you know uh-huh. and that's it, that's the difference over there that's still living and here it's not so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i'm thankful for for europe and the rest of the world <laughs> because that's what's keeping everybody else working <laughs> wow. nice you know, that's, that's kind of sad but that's something that we we touch upon on on the show Teresa and i talk about that how you know, we have to continue to support our living legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
moving away from the 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 phrase or the the term old school, but um, I like to use classic mm-hmm. because there's a certain you know I don't know classic just is more polished to me um, and and it's also something that you treasure when something is classic. So true. When I I think of um the disco divas, um I I think of it in that way. So speaking of, of disco divas, the the first ladies of disco, are you still involved with that? I am still involved with that, not as much as before because um Evelyn isn't isn't um uh one of the major, you know, players anymore. Um, but I still, you know, those are all still my girls, you know what I mean? And, and James is a great guy and Martha, you know, love her to death. And so I still, you know, help out when I can. And then they, you know, um, pull in, you know, the different artists, uh, you know, cause not everybody can be available all the time. So with right. that type of package, you know, you've got, you know, like Bonnie and you've got, you know, um, uh, Oh my God, just blank. from taste to honey. You know the different the different people that can step in and fill that blank. You know, so um, the buyers also have an opportunity to pick which artists that they want to have if they bring in a package. Um, oh, so I do I do stay involved with it. I like that idea <laughs> that um, you can mix and match which um, singers you you like as the first ladies of disco because there's so many with right. Um, right. unique talent. And um, yeah, I think I feel like I was fortunate to be able to be with the original three. And thank you again for that. Yeah, that's right. In New York, that's right. That's yep. right. Joe's Pub, Martha Wash, Linda Clifford, who has one of um, our steady listeners on this show, and she's been on this show so many times. Um, she's great. She's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um she's she's one of our favorites. Of course, you know, I love Evelyn, so um <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just They all become your favorites, you know, and, and yeah. like with me, we're all we're all family. And it's like, you know, uh nobody's better than the other one. And, you know, when we're right. all together, that's you know, one of the reasons why we all get along. There's no there's no um there's no cat fight. I mean, who's got time for that? You know what I mean? Everybody has their job. Everybody does what they do. And then again, everybody is real and you're a person. So let the girls go out and go shopping together. I mean, what's wrong with that? And no, they're not going to go and get in arguments and fights like the people want them to do. You know, it's just be real. And with me, I mean, they come and, you know, I put them in a hotel. They're like, no, I want to stay at your house. I want to go in the bare room. I don't want to be sleeping in a hotel. You know, so it's like, oh, okay. <clears throat> but that's the relationship that, that, you know, I have with them, and uh, it's very important. And I try to get them to have that with each other mm. as they meet each other, and then they can carry on the friendship from there, you know. Um, so that's just one of the, the, the important parts for me that I, that I think is important. And I try to make sure that that's, that's uh, a basic stamp, you know, on us. So when you do meet the different girls and they are together, they will talk about each other, you know, in good ways. Mm-hmm. Like they'll talk about me. 
you know, they'll talk about me and like you were trying to get dirt, you know, it's, it's hard because I just don't do dirty things to people. I don't do it because <laughs> right. why, well, you know, you can do something yeah. funny and catty, but it doesn't have to hurt somebody really, you know, there's, right. there's a lot of, a lot of fun things to do. And there's many, many, many stories like Evelyn was saying of us rolling around in the back of these limos, you know, just cracking up, telling jokes, <laughs> and, you know, and picking things at each other, you know, like someone will go out and they'll like be doing a show and they'll, you know, um, do like a new dance move or something like that. And I'll be like, what the hell was that? And everybody else is like, oh, that was great. That was great. I'm like, you look like you were having a seizure. Don't do that again. That's, that's, that doesn't look good. You know? And it's like, they'll laugh because I'm the one that will say it. No one else will say it to them. You know, everybody's like, oh, that was great. Or that was great. And I'm like, you were off key. That was horrible. Don't do that. What's wrong? What happened? You know, I'm the one that will open my mouth and I will be, you know, you've got to have that one person that's truthful. You know, it's like you see people on the streets who are like, do you not own a mirror? I mean, or have a friend? And they let you walk out of the house looking like that? Really? So you've got to you have that one like person, a... you know, that you can count on that, that will give you that honest opinion. You might not want to hear it, but they're going to give it to you. And that's me. I will be that person. I don't have a problem being that person because I'm yeah. I'm doing it in love. That's the only way I can say it. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm so. often called that person in my in my arena. Yeah, they call me the <laughs> no girl though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this happened, but you know, it's just. And I didn't think honesty was such a rare thing, Troy. Like it sounds like you know? you're an incredibly honest person, and when you come from a place of love, and you're not trying, like you said, you're not trying to hurt the person, and and you know, I guess that's just what it is. But they, oh, she's, or in some cases, I've I've earned the name Killjoy too, because it's like everybody's, ah, I'm like, no, not so much. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. it's It's all fun. It's all fun. You know, as long as you can, you can get the job done and have a good time and everybody's enjoying it. That's the way to do it. Absolutely. Are you taking on any new artists? And if so, where can people submit to you? Well, you you can submit it. Um, you can get the, uh, you know, the address on, you know, online, just send it to the office and, um, I am and I'm not. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's it's like right. I don't want to to you know spread myself too thin to where somebody can say, oh well, yeah, you know, I went over to, to Troy's camp and really didn't do anything. You know, I don't want right. that ever said. So I would right. rather pass or guide them where to go. You know what I mean? And still help them along the way. But um, right. if I don't have the time for it or it's not my lane right now then I won't step into it because it's not fair. It's not fair to the artists, you know, as well. Um, you know, everybody gets paid off the same, you know, the same paycheck, but just the same. It's like if I can't devote myself to somebody, then I don't want to do it because it's not fair. Which speaks nice. volumes. Which speaks volumes, volume. yes. Because, you, you know, like, let's just say someone with a name, you know, rec- a recognizable mm-hmm. name, you know, came to any one of us, most of us, and said, look, I want you to get me some gigs or, or help me out or whatever, you know, 
most people, whether they can do it or not, are going to say, sure, bet, you know? Um, right, right. It's important to, to you know, be honest and be fair to, to them, to yourself, and um, be willing to, like you said, you know, lead, guide them to who can help them because mm-hmm. your reputation will stand with what you do. You know, you're you're accountable for not only what you do, but for what you don't do. So exactly, exactly, it's the perfect point. It's because it's one hundred percent correct. Yeah. So, you know, Troy, you're you're just a, a stand up guy. <laughs> you are. Unique. Isn't he isn't wonderful, Chris? Yeah. We get we get only but, the best. Best guest here on Brunch in the Basement with Javon. <laughs> <laughs> only the best. And I will help and, to continue to give you only the best for your show. <laughs> well, thank you. You know awesome. what? You know, I've, I think Evelyn's been on this show maybe three times, but I'd love to have her back on. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> Gotta have her back on. So we can start with Evelyn because... Um, I haven't spoken to her in a while, and um, quite frankly, I miss her. I miss her <laughs> energy. So let's hook yeah, that up. Bubbles. Yeah, bubbles. Miss bubbles, as we call her. <laughs> yes. So we have a new a new thing that we do on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's called rapid fire, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So I say, Therese, we give them 20. Give them 20? 10 and 10? Yep. Five, five, then five and five. Gotcha. Okay. And what so, is this? What is this? <laughs> You're making me nervous. You're making me nervous now. <laughs> you know something? When we set it up this way, everybody, everybody has the same response when we set it up this way. <laughs> you notice that, Javon? But yeah. what it is, Troy, it's a word association game that you've probably heard about before. We call it rapid fire because we like the the timing of it. We try to shoot uh-huh. words at you. We're going to say a word, and then you're going to say the first word that comes to mind. And we do it in intervals. But Javon goes first, she does five, then I'll do five, then Javon will do five again, and I'll do five. So that's what she meant by we're going to give you 20. Uh, 20 words. Okay, I got you. And the first thing that comes <laughs> to mind. Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, don't my God. This could be dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> and, and don't be PC. Just just let it fly. Right? You ready? Uh-oh. All right. Okay. I'm just, ooh, nervous. Okay. <laughs> Let's try. <laughs> Personality. Oh, jeez. See that? I, I, I can't I can't think too much. I got to just fire back, right? Um, yep, Javon. Yep. <laughs> I said Javon. Javon. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Love. The world. Prince. Singer. Courageous. Lion. Singer. Diva. All right, Rez, you up. 
See, I'm not okay. very good at this, but okay. <laughs> no, no, you're actually very good. You're very good at it, actually. All right. So, promoter. Me. Nurture. Bird. Song. Classic. DJ. Mm, music. International. Phenomenal. Okay, you're up next, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're making him suffer. <laughs> I'm sitting here sweating. Come on. <laughs> okay. Laughter. Funny. Trio. Would you say trio? Yes. Group. Fan. Static. Money. Love it. <laughs> Sweet. Sour. All right, Rez. All right. I'm going to try to see if I can get some gritty stuff. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Studio 54. Mm. Grace Jones. That's a story. That'll be in my book. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Ministry of Sound. Oh, my God. Great. The Lost. The Lost or Lost? What would you say? Lost. L-O-S-T. The Lost. June Pointer. <laughs> the Paradise Garage. Who? Paradise Garage. Paradise Garage. Oh, my God. Fun. New York City, 1985. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it home, Jay. All right, one last one. Sylvester. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Troy. You have been, as always, <laughs> as every time, a wonderful, wonderful guest. Thank you so oh, much for coming on. And oh, I thanks for inviting me. Yes, I'm always there for you, girl. Pin you up for some more of your legendary divas to come on to our show. And when they come on, I hope you come on too, if you can. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. help them to feel free to spell, spill the tea on themselves. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, me some, shoot me some dates and then um, and some names, and then I'll put them together for you. Okay, I definitely will do that. I'll do that today. Um, okay. So much. How how can everyone reach you? Anybody who um wants to either be a talent agent, 
or or who wants to um, ghostwrite for your book or just want the best, to the best way the the best way to reach me is via email. Okay, that's the best way. Um, and because you, no matter where I am in the world, I'm always checking my email. And uh, I'll be able to respond. You know, me personally, not somebody checking my emails. It will be me. So right. that's the best. And you know, I might not get right back to you, but I will get right. back to you. So I can't. I I can't even tell you how excited I was when I first spoke to you. I was like this guy because I was like, <laughs> oh, I want to get Robin S. Oh, I want to get this one. Oh, CeCe Peniston. Oh, this one. Linda Clip. And this guy's name kept coming up. Troy Bronstein. Troy Bronstein. Who in the hell is Troy Bronstein? And how can I talk to him? <laughs> so, do you do I'm you want to be the silent out? guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you want to, You don't want to give out your your personal email to the public. But is there? No, you can do. You can, they can use the work the work email Troy at t dash uh, besttalentagency.com. dot com. They can they can have that. Okay, it's Troy at t dash besttalent dot com, right? T besttalentagency.com. dot com. All right, so and if you don't put the dash between the t and the best, it won't go through. I won't get it. Okay, maybe that's gotcha. what we're going. I on say with. dash. Some people say hyphen. Either or, potato, potato. It's the same thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Troy. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you, ladies. You so guys have a wonderful fun. holiday and a great, you prosperous too. new year. Yes, Same to you, Troy. Okay. And we'll speak to you soon. Absolutely. All right. Yes. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. So there's one last thing um, I want to do before we end the show. One of the ministers of music for the Unity Fellowship Church movement sent me a song. Um, It's a new song, and eventually I want to have them on so that they can um, speak about it. It's uh, Minister Leslie Oliver. And, um, well, she may be a pastor. I believe she's a pastor right now, as well as Pastor Yvonne, I think her name is Harrison. I don't know her personally, but I can tell you that um, Reverend Leslie is a beast when it comes to music, singing, um, directing choirs. She's she's phenomenal. I remember one time going to Charlotte, North Carolina, to a Unity Convocation, and they had the choirs from every state together, and she was directing them, and she, I guess they weren't doing what she wanted them to do, so with one hand, she stopped the music. She jumped up on a chair. She started directing everybody, right? They got in step. Then she turned around with her back to the choir. She starts directing the audience with one hand and put the 
other hand behind her and was directing the choir. Oh, wow. Beast. That, yeah, that was beastly. I was like, I've been impressed with, like, ever since then. I mean, it's it just crazy. Like, she was really directing the choir with one hand behind her back. Now, I have directed choirs in the past. It, the funny thing about that is that they let me do it. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but she was like, oh man, you, you had to have seen it. It was like just crazy. And so in listening to her new song, it's no surprise. She also used to sing house music under the name Jasmina, I believe. Um, she's out of New Jersey, so people may recognize her voice who listen to the show. Um, so we're going to play that on the outro. That's going to be our outro song. Um, before we go, though, Rez, I want you to talk about the, the trip coming up in May. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, this is going to be our fifth, count five, fifth five-year anniversary. We are super excited for the LGBT Arts and Culture Music Festival. And, and this year, it's going to be, I mean, sorry, next year, 2020, the new decade, it's going to be at Cancun. And actually, Woo! it's at Riviera Maya. So it's, we, are, we are super excited about it, one, because we're already 55% sold out. So the thing is to get your space, reserve it. There are all kinds of payment plans available for you. We just want to get you booked and reserved because it's going to be a blast. We are, um, it's a family reunion for some. It's a, it's a welcome home for others, and it's a new networking experience. And I'm super excited that you're going to be rolling with us this year, and, and it's the anniversary. So, I mean, we've already got some signed-on performers. Um, and and uh, it's uh, it's great. We're looking to get others. We want to honor, you know, uh, in the spirit of what we do here on the show and also what um, our founder, Greg Douglas, uh, likes to do is he likes to give people flowers while they can still smell them. And oftentimes, you know, for an LGBT music, you know, LGBT musicians or, or, or um, people that adore them, is that they don't know that they're still active, and we want to be able to say how your impact or your your movement has affected the community. And this is a community of color, so it's um, for friends, family, and allies. If somebody asked me to the question, oh, "Do you have to be, you know, in the community?" You can be a friend, family, or ally of someone who likes to just come and have a good time and support. That's what that's about. Because every time someone comes, it doesn't matter. They, they come with some of their spirit and leave with some of ours. And it's an exchange that uh, that happens. It's like magic. So just go to www.lgbtmusicfest.com for more information. Again, that's www.lgbtmusicfest.com. More information. That's what's up. And yo, so I'll be there this year. So I hope all join us with this song that I'm about to play. This is, I believe, the first time it's getting airplay. So oh, it's really breaking it. Yeah, we we you know. So I want y'all to give me some feedback on this song. I personally love it, or else I wouldn't be playing it. 
Um, <laughs> even though I love her, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't play everything that people send me because, and I don't like everything. I'll just be honest. Um, what do you say, <laughs> we're music snobs? Call me with you. A little bit. Call me with you. But I really dug this, and congratulations to uh, Reverend Leslie and Pastor Yvonne Harrison. And the name of the song is Conquer. And I want y'all to please let me know or let them know how you like it and enjoy the rest of your Saturday. God bless. Maybe next week we'll talk impeachment. And um, after that, when we start the new year, We'll have some of Troy's legendary divas on the show. How about that? Sounds yes, good. yes, yes. That sounds like Let's a plan. Conquer. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Merry Jack. Happy Merry. <laughs> Let's oh. do it. Mm-hmm. Women can breathe. Can't be erased, cause we got a place, we were chosen, and saved by his grace, women got power, we can empower, there's no limit to what we can do, we even aspire.
what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will for your life. I am so grateful to God that his word is proven true. He's faithful, and the vision has come to pass. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.